Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, it's the Thirsty Football Show. Pitchside Dave's here to tell us all about what happened last week in football and what we're going to look forward to this week in football, assuming that any is actually going to get played. We have the weekly flow serve, town talk, the worldies and the wallies of the week. And just remember, the wallies does not have to be a team. It can be an individual. You never know. You never know. We'll find out what's in store a little bit later on. And the highlight of the week. You've heard their footballing memories. Sit back and enjoy mine. But, first of all, it's European week and uh, Liverpool scraped past Ghent last night and Manchester City 10 man Manchester City managed to go have a goalkeeper go off injured and another one sent off and Kyle Walker went in goal now being as Kyle Walker's not been chosen yet again in the England squad as an outfield player <laughs> do you think Mr Southgate is going to start looking at him as a goalkeeper because uh, one of the bees I have in my bonnet of course Jordan Pickford, if he is the best goalkeeper in this country, we are in serious, serious trouble. First of all, last night, poor result for Manchester City, Dave. And Liverpool got three points, and that's about as much as you can say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I was actually laughing more at the um, Arsenal. Well, they <laughs> once again managed to play a team that I'd never even heard of I know. and not win. No, I... I as you know, I'm not a huge fan of top-level football, but I do look for the results, and I was just chuckling away to myself, thinking, talk, talk radio in other areas. It's just going to be full of um, self-entitled gooners complaining once again. They're not got anywhere. So, well, you know, all those that wanted Wenger out... Um, yeah, at least he chose his captain. Careful what you wish for, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Mickey Mouse Cup tonight, so Man United are playing. They're at home to <laughs> Partizan Belgrade. Wolves are at home to Slovan Bratislava. Rangers are at home to Porto. And Celtic, Tony, that's after it. 48 minutes, are making a draw in Lazio. And that's not a bad fist of it, actually, no, is it? No, I mean, Lazio... Pleasant place to go. Mm. How many stabbings have there been yet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to get stuck on that bridge, do you? You, you no. don't, but um, one all after 48 minutes, I don't think, is a bad effort. No, I mean, um, I get the uh, Scottish uh, mail every Sunday to keep up with Scottish football. And you get a Scottish mail every Sunday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. It's just a kilt. We are talking oh, this right. year. <laughs> <laughs> right. And basically... Um, they, they quite rightly pan uh, the record of Scottish teams in Europe, uh, but now Celtic and Rangers have got their act together for uh, 90 minutes over the course of a European game and suddenly the world beaters, so it's just um, journalism at its most crass, I'm afraid. Good luck to them, but you know we all know that if, if Rangers and Celtic played over here, they would finish bottom half of the championship. 
not to mention the trailer destruction that would be left behind. <laughs> <a bit left laughs> behind. Because I'm, I'm afraid whatever 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 happens, as we've been seen by friendlies down here, every time Celtic come down to places like Sunderland or Rangers come down, the amount of grief that go, that kicks mm. off because people unsavory elements from Scotland that come down, unsavory elements mm. in this country, it's the worst thing we want. We don't we don't need their their behaviour. And yet, when the Tartan Army uh, travel abroad with the Scotland team, even though they've got nothing to cheer, they go and have a whale of a time and don't cause any bother. They just met friends across Europe. I know. I've been. I've actually been with the Tartan Army twice to the Faroe Islands. Once when they lost, and once when they drew, and it was one of the best experiences yeah, travelling yeah, football. Yeah. Yeah, but let's be honest. The other half of the attendance was made up of seals and sea lions. Yeah. I mean, what what was quite funny? The Faroese are actually quite good at English, and they were chanting. And the polite version is, "You're not very good." <laughs> To which the Scots retaliated with, the "We're not very good, but you stink of fish." <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> okay, a couple of weeks ago, Tony told you of his greatest footballing memory, which um, was a uh, a walk around the Millennium with a bunch of schoolgirls. Which, okay, that's um, fair enough. You be quiet; it's my turn. Do you want a cup of tea, Dave? <laughs> <That's laughs> right. Settle in. I've got, I've got you, a pipe and a long. That's you finished. Um, then Dave told us about um, a trip to Old Trafford and. Um, how um, the racist chants didn't work. So uh, that was wonderful. So sit back now, and it's mine. And beans is that uh, I've got all the dials. I can play some of my favourite music as well. <laughs> okay, it's not about it's not about Cornwall. It's about dads. It's about my dad, really. Um, I was very lucky when I went to see my football, both at Lowfields and at Forest for a number of years, because my daughter was and is football mad, and on many occasions she put people who should have known better in the place with her knowledge of the game. And it was always a great day out to go with your daughter to the football, wherever it was. We went to Munich on, on a bus once. I mean, it's mad, but it's, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. And for as long as I can remember, I've been to Lowfields with my dad. That's what we did. He took me there. And I can just about remember when they won everything in 66. But my first real memory is when Wernton Simpsons, as it was in those days, got to their first ever Knotts Alliance Cup final. Now, you've got to remember, in those days, the Knotts Alliance was probably the best league, amateur league, one of the best in the country. It was the toughest. You've got all the miners in there. You know, Clipston and Renneth and Forsby. You'd got Rally in there. You'd got John Player in there. Massive com- massive companies in, Boots in those Athletic. Days. Boots Athletic was in there. I mean, it was a hell of a setup. It really was. And Wernton Simpsons reached the final of the Cup for the first time in their history. And they was due to play Knott's Combined Police. And again, that Knott's Combined Police team, to play in that, you had to be a serving policeman. Yeah, same as used to be in the Met Police sites, yeah. And I remember names like John Galley and Dave Ecob was playing for the police national side. This cup final, as befitted what it was, was at Meadow Lane on a Saturday evening. And 
on the Friday, one of the directors at Wernton Simpsons needed to go to London on Saturday and father's job was a chauffeur. And he couldn't make the game. And little 12, 14-year-old me was absolutely devastated. I went, because in them days you did go, because we had a bus every week to an away match. If you went to Boots at Lady Bay, the Wrights bus used to come and pick us up. Father always used to stop at Lowfields. I went on the Wrights bus. Dennis Judson, the goalkeeper, looked after me. And I went to the away matches. So I went with the team and sat in the main stand at Meadow Lane and prayed that it finished a draw. And after 120 minutes in the pouring, pouring rain, that game finished nil-nil. And the recollection of the game is that Alvin Coolin and Donny Age, who was about five foot six each, against six foot seven British Nottingham policemen. <laughs> it was just a oh, mismatch. But skill-wise, oh, it was different. That was in the days when to be a Nottingham policeman, you had to be six foot. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, we all went back to Meadow Lane on the Tuesday night and the sun was shining and I sat next to Father and Simpsons won 2-0. It was fantastic. And a year later, and this is a story that you all know, a year later, they got to the cup final again. And this time they played against Forsby, Dave Smith, Tommy Peacock and all... And yes, Forsby was 3-0 up at half-time. And yes, Donny Age did a George Best. He ran through the defence in the 93rd <laughs> minute and put the ball in the back of the net. But of the five coach loads of Simo's supporters that went, Father, bless him, was under that rope and onto Arnold Town's pitch first. <laughs> I was second. And countless hundreds followed. <laughs> These are memories that will never, ever, ever go away. And then for the next 20, 30, 40 years, him and mother made teas. And when the bath was there, they turned the bath on. You know, the old communal bath they had there. Those was their jobs. And then when father passed away, the next match was Ollerton Town. And the clubs hated each other. But for that afternoon, Flowserve and Ollerton came together. And I stood on the halfway line, one side of Mother, and Kevin Preston stood on the other side. And I don't honestly think there was a dry eye in the room, in, wow. on the field, whatever, on the field. And, you know, I still go to local football, more as a duty. But from that day onwards... Local football is never, ever, and it never will be the same. It's all about dads. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It's a shame about the, the, the factual bit that you got wrong because I don't believe that Madeleine was built when you were 14. <laughs> but apart from that, <laughs> lovely, yeah? <laughs> so that's, um, that's my... That's my... And how the Memory. hell did you tell that story without crying? And it's difficult. <laughs> it's nearly there, look. Shall we move on? Yeah, moving on. Shall we move on quickly? Yes. Yeah, shall we move on quickly? In all uh, seriousness, that was gorgeous, man. Don't, yeah. um, don't ever not take your dad somewhere. Simple as that. Because one day, he, he won't be there. be there. No. He ain't. And, you know, Amanda, 
going to Forest, we had great years. We went, she went to Southampton, she went to Portsmouth, she went to Wembley countless times. She, she went to Munich, she went to Tottenham when the IRA was going to bomb. Yeah, right I remember Lake. that. Stood and, on and Amanda would not sit down for the 90 minutes mm. of the football match in case there was a bomb under the seat. Mm. That was amazing, wasn't it? Because there'd been a bit of um, sort of animosity between two of the clubs, but the fact both sets of supporters stood out in the on White Hart Lane just chatting about, yeah. are we going to oh, get in? And it was, it was just... It was, yeah. So you, you took your daughter to Forest. That's she worse. Was, that's worse than giving her cigarettes, man. She has a season ticket holder. From, she has still. <laughs> she still has got. She's got two. Or to be point, she hasn't because I've kept him. She's got two. What I think are precious photos. We had a plate done. A photo of Amanda as a nine-year-old sitting on Stuart Pierce's knee <laughs> at, at an open day. And there's a picture of Amanda as an 18-year-old with the Knotts Alliance Cup, the one that Flo Serve won at Meadow Lane and yeah. won again at um, Arnold Towns Ground. In fact, they won it five times, and the fifth time, I was actually the secretary of the club, and they won it 1-0 against Limby on Renner from Miners Welfare's Ground with a goal from from the best centre forward that's ever played for Flow Serve, arguably Gary Breeden. Because um, you said um, that was the, one of the finest nights of your life because you've had the not senior cup on one side of you and Sharon on the other. Yes. <laughs> and guess which one of them got cuddled. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right, okay. Well, I get to, well, I just get my breath back a little bit. Um, <laughs> um, we're going to talk Vars in a minute, but Tony. It um, was a cracking day for New York Flowserve last Saturday. Yeah, it was. Um, I was very surprised about how easy the progress was because um, I'd written the uh, programme uh, in the week building up to the game and I'd written the history of particularly VS Rugby, uh, one of uh, Rugby Town's many previous uh, names. And as VS Rugby, they had a hell of a team. They had, um, get this right, they had a manager for 11 years uh, called Keith Knox. And uh, for his testimonial, uh, Keith was the brother of Archie Knox, the Manchester United assistant manager. And so for his testimonial, because of the contacts, Fergie took a full-strength Manchester United side to uh, Rugby Town. And Rugby Town beat them 1-0. So I'm still on the touchline. Um, basically thinking, ooh, these guys are going to be good. And Flo Serve made it look easy. They absolutely put them to bed, and it was absolutely terrific. Great crowd. Uh, when you consider it was windy and rainy, to be honest, I was hoping for over 500. But then when you see that the 394 were only beaten by three other attendances in the FA Vars, and those at the sort of... You know, people like sort of the northern, the, the, the northeast teams, like sort of the rock beds of football. It was absolutely fantastic attendance, and not only uh, was it a great result, but it takes us through to a Nottinghamshire derby, the only two Nottinghamshire sides left in the Vars. And um, if we win that one, AFC Mansfield in Forest Town, then it's four wins away from Wembley, and now it's just becoming serious. One of the star players, Dave. Um they brought on halfway through the second half and the, the, the cameraman chap said, well, look, look at this lad, he is good. Well, if he's that good, why didn't he start? 
Oh, he played for the county FA under twenty ones last night at Grimsby. They they insisted he went and played the night before his club had a Vars match. Isn't it crazy? It's, it doesn't help. It doesn't help football at all when things like that no, happen, does it? It does make you wonder sometimes who the FAs are just, working in. You know who they're trying to help other than themselves. Well, anyway, we're going to talk about the Vars again in a few minutes. Dave's going to yeah. give us his, his his review of um, a bit of a trunk. Vars Vars week, um, yes. so you're going to have to work very hard on this one. But and it what, hasn't finished yet. No, it hasn't. <laughs> what's um, what's coming up next? Of course, is what we call the worldies and the wallies. Is when we look at. No, it isn't coming up next. Town Talk's coming up next, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Yes, I would you, say so, yeah. use a script you wrote. This is <laughs> what in Morecambe and Wise you used to say. I didn't, I didn't know this was scripted. I just thought we... Yeah, incredibly, yes. <laughs> yes, incredibly it is. I'm, the problem is, I'm not reading it. Uh, oh, one of those scripts, I'm with you. Coming up after the ad break, Pitchside Dave with Town Talk. Okay, it's um, Town Talk and... Uh, Remarkably enough, Dave's actually got a game to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And um, some uh, news that I heard today, the game against Retford United has been moved to the 27th. So uh, we're not going to have the uh, farce of possibly having to move the Collingham game from the Friday. So that's good news. Yes, Saturday afternoon, uh, AFC Bentley were the visitors to um, the the YMCA. Um, Quite disappointing in some ways. They seem to be in the referee's ear quite a bit. I thought Damo was quite controlled on Monday. Um, there were certain aspects of them. wasn't very nice. Um, two things stood out. We uh, Town was, had two new signings on the pitch, Tom Mallinson and Liam Warner. Now, um, Tom Mallinson's expertise as a, a coach soon showed in defence. They were a lot sharper. Uh, they weren't overrunning midfield and generally looked the better side. Although, in fairness, uh, Bentley did have the first attack. Um, three nil at half time there was only really one team in it second half was a bit of huff and puff for a while um, there was a couple of incidents that I saw um, one of bad sportsmanship and a couple of good sportsmanship um, as you know George Asplin's quite a fast player when he goes down the wing and he was having a tussle with two of their defenders the guy at number three um, they were obviously enjoying it and there was a couple of some very hard tackles but sportingly done and on one occasion the number three got the better of him but went offered his hand to lift him off the ground to which their number five and another player started with a string of obscenities don't help him up he's one of them but the number five um was obviously tussling with george as well and near the end there was a bit of uh argy-bargy going on and the guy was pulling george back to which george trod on his foot and the next thing was he was shoved in the back and knocked over and then it all went a bit haywire for a few minutes um and it ended up with the guy getting uh, sent off. But what was quite nice, um, knew it's Captain Craig Bridge, actually said in a very loud voice, he called most of the players away and said, ref, there's no need to send anybody off at this point. And I just thought, yeah, he's marshalling the troops. And that was one of the things Bentley did seem to be sort of bleating, please, cards, ref, cards, everything's gone on. So, yeah, it was a good good performance. Uh, five uh, five nil win. Um, nice not to concede. Unfortunately, although Dinnington won at the weekend... Um, sort of uh, Harworth uh, dropped points so um, the, the gap between the uh, the likely lads now um, is getting a bit bigger you've still got St- uh, Staveley and Ronfield reserves uh, in fourth and fifth but I don't think either of those can go up and there's quite a big gap the other team I'm surprised at Retford United 12 points from eight games so that they've got two in hand but even if they win those it only takes them to 18th so they're still going to be six be- six behind Dinnington in se- second eight behind town so at this moment it's looking quite good i mean it's easy to say to, and we do keep saying it 
will never have a better opportunity with the management they've got, the squad that they've got, and the opposition in that league. I, no. I don't. I, I, Damo didn't actually say it, but he, he almost said it that Dinnington cannot carry on scraping one nil victories and keeping clean sheets. No, I mean it will. It will change. Yeah, I mean they've done very, very well. The fact that ten games in they've conceded one. Yes, but before long, some, somebody, Renishaw or somebody, is going to turn them over. Yeah, it, it, it yeah. will change. And while the town keep on, um, I'm surprised that you were surprised about Bentley because you've seen enough South Yorkshire football teams in your time. Yeah, they're not normally as not normally as niggly as that. They were quite. Um, I mean, I've seen hard and fair sides, but the, 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 the they were constantly in the refs' ear, and they were swearing at the officials. And to be honest, I'm surprised they more didn't get cards. I'm, I'm very disappointed that um, a non-league side, and any side, any, I'm very disappointed that any English side would suggest to the referee he should be showing cards. That surely is coming from the foreigners coming to this country. Well, I, I guess so. I was at a game a few weeks ago in Southwell and um, when they played, uh, was it Dunkirk? And in both occasions, players on the pitch when there was fouls, come on, ref cards. No, and that was on both that, sides. That, and I just thought, that, that's, that, that, that's, that's not awful. good. That is, that, I mean, it, it's only since, I mean, the, the foreign players coming into this country in the Premier League have been an absolute boon. Obviously, there's been some fantastic footballers, but this waving of the imaginary card in the air is just, ugh. Yeah, they, 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 they want they want a sniper in the stand for people who do that. Okay, it's uh, it's time for the worldies and the wallies. Um, <laughs> we all know where this is going to end up, don't we? <laughs> uh, Shall I get the wallies in, in for you first? <laughs> to put it to put it another way, Dave's going to give us a roundup of the rest of the East Knots West Lincolnshire teams that um, played at the weekend, and then we're going to choose and Norfolk, surely. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah. Then we're going to choose our best performance of the week and we're going to choose the worst of the week. So Dave, let's have a roundup of shall we say the best of the rest. Okay, well the um first game that uh, jumped out to me was Southall City in the uh, NSL Premier. Uh they were at home to FC Cavaliers, 6-0 win. Missed loads of chances apparently, but four goals in 14 minutes. Bradley Peace McDonald on target, Dom Chatfield, George Cordwell, and Cal Law with a hat trick. Now, man of the match went to Lewis Godson for the second week running. Apparently, he's only 18 and uh, made his debut the week before. Um, Stripes have also named Tom Robinson as the October Player of the Month, and as a result, their third 24 points from 11 games. Uh, fortunately, unfortunately, I should say, Collingham's game was washed out. Harrowby went to Whittlesea Athletic and lost 1-0, which was quite a surprise. However, they have been named United Counties League Division 1 Team of the Month, so there's the curse for you. Rantham, they had the Saturday side out on Saturday. <laughs> Beat Scarborough Athletic 2-1 in front of 345. They've gone to 8th place, uh, James Berrett and Ramey Campbell on target. Uh, they've also got a guy called Adnan Kanurik on loan from Stoke City, who apparently is going to be making... Uh, a few waves, I think. Craig Westcar um, has won their uh, was voted their Player of the Month for October. Yesterday, they announced that Tom Ward has been released to pursue higher level football, I but they haven't said where that. he's going. No, so I've sort of trolled him and whatever else you have to do to find these things out, and 
There's nothing. No, I was looking to see where he'd gone because I thought you might see a team up north as we're proud to announce that Tom Ward's joined us, but yeah, there's, I mean, there's nothing there. I don't know where he lives, where he comes from or anything, no. but he, he, he is arguably and they've been their best player over the last two years. I would have thought so. Um, and Tuesday night, the midweek team went to Boston United, 2-0 yeah. up and lost 4-2. So uh, Craig Westcar and Ramey Campbell scored that. I mean, so. I'm sure it isn't, but it... it, it they don't travel well midweek, do they? don't travel in midweek, do they? No. And in, Boston's in, not that far. No. In, in the early 80s, I was commercial manager at Grantham Town. And if I was still there today, I would be very disappointed at a crowd of that size for a game against Scarborough. That's, that's a bit 345. Bit, yeah, that's, that's a bit rubbish, isn't it? To be honest, it's more than the normally goes. Yeah. Were you commercial manager when they were down on London Road? Rather? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that was a nice little ground. Yeah, there, it was, it? It was yeah. yeah. The only problem was, as commercial manager, it was a three-sided ground because we shared it with Grantham Cricket Club and you couldn't have advertising down that side, so it made the job a bit tricky. Okay, then, let's do it. It's the I was there moment when they played Middlesbrough in the FA Cup. Mm. I was. You was. I wasn't. You wasn't. No, I was there when they played Orient in the Cup. Okay, I saw the Mm. Middlesbrough and Rochdale matches. Oh, wow. Or not in that order, the way around. Mm. Of course, Jack Charlton was manager of Middlesbrough. He was, yes. That was an interesting afternoon for him at Grantham Towns, London Road, Grand. Yeah, it was... That was uh, was about 78, wasn't it? (laughs) It's a long time ago. Yeah. Carry on. (laughs) Okay, as Lockton, um, their game away at Stapleford was postponed, so they're still at 11th. Uh, Curtin Brickworks, uh, they beat Robin Hood Colts 4-0 away from home. Rich Willat got two. Luke Body and Liam Knott, and uh, not an... Unexpectedly, Rich uh, Willett was named uh, Man of the Match, the sixth in the table. Now, Highcombe Town, Friday night, they were in the Cup where they beat uh, Epworth Town Colts, who are CMFL second division side, or one the, the second tier actually, it's a first division rather than the Premier. Beaten 4 1 goals from Marlon Grunby, Grundy, Josh Toynbee, Chris Funnel with two. And it was Town's first ever flood, uh, floodlit game at the Priory, so that was quite a thing for them. I'm sad to say that Lincoln Moreland Railway against Limestone Rovers was postponed, so we'll get the Cowboys song another week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bingham Town, march on. So you, you get, you're getting used to who you work with now. I am, yeah. yeah. You're getting used to the standard. I'm thought, I thought, given that you'll no doubt yeah. milk something for all it's worth in a bit, one of my predictions, I thought, but yeah, it's, it's not as bad as Limestone Rovers. Uh, Bingham Town uh, beat Attenborough 4-2 at home. Jake Hardy with a hat-trick. Ewan Sweeting... Um, We've got the other goal. 12 wins in a row. Uh, f- the first and the lead stretched to six points, so looking good uh, down at uh, Bingham. Lincoln United, their game away at Leak United was postponed at 2pm, so they'd already gone across the Pennines and were getting ready. Sleaford didn't have a game. Cleethorpe's Town put the defeat of last week behind them, beating Stockbridge Park Steels uh, 3-1 at home. Uh, Curtis Bateson, Joshua Batty, Alex Flett on target for them. They're second in the table, 26 points from 12 games, and the attendance there was 303. And finally, um, Bourne Town, United Counties Division 1, lost 4-1 away at uh, Rushden and Higham. Julian Jofshim was on the um, target for the, uh, the Wakes, and they stay in 18th. And having read um, a few uh, reports from both sides and in the local press in that area, um, Simon's bemoaning the fact that the players, in most cases, need to learn to do the basics. <laughs> so if you're looking for a Wally team, I think Bourne United have got it this time. However, mm. I'll accept I'm going to pick it up <laughs> no, for somebody else. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll hold that back. Yeah. Um, 
so world is to, for, as far as I'm concerned this week world is to Southall City yeah and I, I, you know, I've got a lot of time for Southall I always have yeah. I've, I've loved Southall apart from the time that just after John Campbell departed yeah. we can't, um, we can't name and that's, that's not no. putting aside the great result down at Lowfields which I was delighted that was for it. you yeah, yeah. Um, but um, Southall would tell you um, they do it without paying anybody a penny that's and right. that's a good old fashioned way of playing Saturday afternoon local football so yeah. I've got a lot of time for Southall and if they can do if they can continue to do that good on them all part of the railway exactly um we're not, we haven't chosen the Wallies yet because um, we sort of employed at great expense a, a football a football expert um, and he's going to tell us all about the FA Vars in a moment. Um, I'm going to read you one report from the FA Vars and it says that Kirkley and Pakefield are also through to the next round after knocking out fellow Premier Division side Norwich United with a 2-1 away win. You may wonder what all this is about. Liam Jackson had put the home side ahead, but the visitors hit back with two goals, including an 87th minute winner. Um, our football expert, of course, nailed his mouth firmly um, that Norwich United was going to win the FA Vars. Me, I've just... You faced, picked ten sides, north picked ten sides from the North East. You know, <laughs> yeah, down to ten from the North East. <laughs> and Mr Smith there has chosen Newark Flow Surf. So, OK, I <clears throat> hope and pray that us two are wrong and he's right. Yeah, that'd be, I'd, um, I'd, I'd be delighted to um, see him get some return on his one pound. Um, <laughs> Norwich, Norwich United bowed out of the the FA Vars, which was a shock to our Dave because uh, it spoiled my Saturday night because I thought I can't wait for Thursday. <laughs> and sure enough, up he pinged on the text. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised he turned up, to be honest, mate. <laughs> Monday, it made it made, made your show on Monday a lot easier, didn't it? Oh, of course it did. Of course it did. <laughs> Yeah. I, I've always liked the FA Vars, Dave, because I like, as my memories was, I yeah. like local football. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, the Vars, since it's been around, and I was lucky enough to be involved with Newark Town when they was yes. involved in it, and, you know, a little two or three game run was fantastic. Yeah. Places and, like Gornal and Coventry Sphinx. You know, and, it's yeah. what it's all about, isn't it? Um, playing whole, whole Beach United and, and yeah. teams like that and giving them a run for the money. Um, it, 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 it's what it's all it's what it is all about so i've always liked the vars um obviously there's an added interest this year yes <laughs> massive added interest this year um the vars has now got itself down or should have got itself down to the last 64 but yep. the weather is trying its damnedest to um make a mess of it i i was looking the other night at um Saltash's trip to to Bridgewater Town. Yeah, which was called off an hour before the game started. So they were in, so it's gone from Cornwall to the outskirts of Western Supermer to be told yeah. they haven't got a game on a wet Tuesday yeah. or Wednesday night. And That's it's right, definitely uh, trouble over Bridgewater in that one. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you're lowering yourself slowly but surely. Well, you, lower, two have, you yeah. two have set the bar so low. I'm learning to limbo. <laughs> you're lowering yourself. Snake's got limbo under that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So tell us, Dave. First of all, what went off in the vase that caught your eye on Saturday? Well, apart from the obvious one that my uh, tip bowed out, <laughs> um, the uh, the two Aucklands, Bishop Auckland nil, West Auckland one. That was uh, 
quite surprised. I thought Bishop Auckland were probably the bigger of the two sides, but they play in the same league. So Hebden Town beat Sunderland. You mean Darcy. like Kirtley and Pakefield and, and yeah, Norwich That's United. absolutely, yeah, except they're not quite so far north. There were some big scoring games. Um, Earlham 2, Concept 5. Congleton beat Main Road 3-2. Stockton Town beat Barnoldswick. So they're the sort of team from the west side of the Pennines that keep going on raiding parties into the northeast and knocking sides out. Northwich Victoria 5, Withenshaw Town 5. <laughs> Vauxhall Motors 4, Sunderland Ryehope 1, Newcastle Benfield 4, Gisborough nil, and I understand there was a few bookings but no sendings off. You see, it's the new, it's that, that's the name that keeps coming back Newcastle to me. Newcastle Benfield. It, it does yeah. keep coming back to me. That, that um, Bishop Auckland, West Auckland game was decided um, in the 117th minute. Yeah. I bet that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, I really bet that was, I, I don't know what the crowd was. I did have it for Monday night, but it was something ridiculous. 800, wasn't it? 800 yeah. and something. It, it, yeah. It really was, but um, that's the name. We'll, we'll come who's left in a minute, yeah. but yeah, carry on. Yeah, Longridge Town, um, they, they piled back over from the Lancashire side and they beat Thornaby 6-4. Uh, Lie Town, who you guys know, beat one of the last uh, Step 7 sides 2-1. Woodbridge 5, God Manchester 2, Newport Pagnell 4, Coggleshield 2, Saffron Walden 3, Clacton 4. Then there were there were four other games that were 6-1, and there was a 7-1. Um, so there was some really big results. Now, however, the most surprising result, and I'm really pleased for them, was on Tuesday night, Claycross beat mm. uh, Sherwood Colliery 3-1, mm. and Sherwood were gracious enough to say the far better team won. So uh, that's quite an achievement for our friends. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I did sort of. I, I know it's not in our catchment area at all, but that was one hell of a performance. Yeah, I mean, I'd, it wasn't so much of a surprise to me because they'd already beaten higher opposition earlier in the competition, and they for a long while the week before they made Newark look quite ordinary. I saw Sherwood twice last season, and they were. They know what they're doing. Very good setup. Mm. Very, very good team. And yeah, because Clay Cross beat Gedling as well, didn't they? Yeah. I would have put my pound on Clay, on Sherwood to beat Clay Clay Cross. Yeah, um, but you can give it back to Tony now. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that was a fantastic, an, yeah. an absolutely fantastic foot. Yeah. Like Town's winner, by the way, was um, in the last minute of the match against Droitwich. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course, I, I, I you know, Like Town's a gorgeous place. No mm. disrespect at all to Step Seven, but. The difference I've seen between five and seven is just one heck of a jump in yeah. physicality. In, well, in, everybody in, seems in about four inches taller and bigger, yes, and they're about exactly. four, four feet faster to every ball um, as well. When we went to Lie Town, I found myself in a very, very strange predicament because there was a wonderful lady behind the bar, and her mum worked in the snack bar. And I just fell in love with the place, and I found myself really finding the Birmingham accent enchanting. <laughs> I still find it very difficult to say. <laughs> it must have been some strong beer. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, 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 of it's course, um, pretty, he, has, he has got bigger problems than I thought. <laughs> and, of course, you did see last night that Worcester City beat uh, Worcester Dunkirk. Beat, beat Dunkirk. Yeah, three, but, three, um, one, didn't they? but they Shannon, left it late, didn't they? Yeah, Tor- Torrell, Shannon, Lewis was yes. from Explosive. He, he was on target for Dunkirk last night. All right. Um, so Worcester, Worcester go through, and that leaves, I am reliably informed, just two from Nottinghamshire. That's correct, and they play each other. <laughs> yes, well, that's 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 strange. I mean, one of the things we were talking about last week is how strong are certain leagues, 
and um, I spent a happy hour last night watching the results coming through, actually looking at who was left in the draw. It's slightly skewed because some of the second round games haven't happened yet, and there's replays haven't had. had but who, who, which do you think is the league that's got the most representatives in the next round? There's, well, I- there's two. I'm going to go with the Northern League because that's where I think are the strongest. They've got six. The Midland Football League have currently got eight representatives in the next round, along with the Western Premier. Okay. Yeah, but you see, the problem is Northeastern Counties football is diluted somewhat. There's about three leagues, isn't there? There are more Northern teams left in, but yeah, the um, the Midland Football League, and they've, they've been quite unlucky. They keep drawing each other as well. Mm. So when you consider that they've... In the previous round, like Flow Seven Heather and stuff like that, um, you consider, you know, they, it's actually a very strong league. But yeah, it's quite mm. surprising. So, uh, so the Midland League, you've got uh, still got eight teams. Eight, team, eight teams. I, I mean, yeah. I know some have still got to play because n- South Normanton have not played the, no. their game. I, I assume that's down for for Saturday because South Normanton now or. A, Assuming again that South Normanton win, Clay Cross. They play Clay Cross, yeah. don't they? And I think th- that's going to be one step too far for Clay Cross. I'm going to be saying last night that Clay Cross are the only step seven. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Blytown took Droitwich out on Saturday, mm. so uh, yeah, so th- there is only one step seven club left. There's not that many step six clubs, there's a few, but not that many. But yeah, I did have a look last night and it's, it's quite surprising. Um, so the we- the Western League is the one that you've surprised me. The, the Western Premier, yeah, well that's where teams like Saltash are coming from and mm. Torrington and Buck- uh, Buckland. Falmouth, of course. Falmouth, yes. So I told a story on on, um, on the Monday night of, of Falmouth who had the third highest attendance. Yeah. Um, the football in hotbed that West Cornwall is. Um, <laughs> which, pro- which actually proves it is. Because they yeah. have the, and you, you can't say there's many away supporters there because Long Leavens is just north of Gloucester. Yeah. So it's hardly a trip down, well, it is a trip down the M5 and the 830, yeah. but it's a hell of a long one. No, I mean, I've had a few trips to Truro City, um, which is not as far as Falmouth, <laughs> and uh, that's, uh, they're, they're sort of, there's about five away fans and 900 home fans at those and, games. And Falmouth now uh, are going to Christ. Chichester? Uh, Christchurch. Christchurch. Um, Who are Wessex League. Wessex League. That, that, that's one of my favourite steam engines, the city of Truro. City of Truro, yeah. Mm. Well, you're about as old as it, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite like the castle, are you? <laughs> Not all there, but well known around the town. Of course, <laughs> this is... <laughs> it, it's only like it's only your favourite steam engine because you believe in fairy stories. One, one of my favourite steam engines. You keep me supporting me. Why is it one of your favourite steam engines? I just uh, it didn't do hundred mile an hour. No, 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 no way no, it did hundred mile it, an hour. I, I just like the look of it. It's quite simple. It's got a copper cap on it. It's a western. Yeah, yeah I know. And, and, and a strange arrangement of wheels. Yeah. <laughs> wheels. So no, it's, no, it's not. No. We, anyway, we digress on this. No, yes. it wasn't designed by Bresley, so it can't be nice. <laughs> so, so Nigel, so is the City of Truro our Wally engine of the week? <laughs> yes. Yeah. With the fat controller in the corner. <laughs> oh, he's getting yes. <laughs> Uh, I've been sharpening my tongue all week, don't worry. Because so I knew I was going to get it. It was so serious the first week, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, all you've got to say is, instead of, instead of get down, ship, just Norwich United. <laughs> and then they made the draw on Monday lunchtime. They did indeed. Mm. Well, actually, they didn't. They made the draw at 10 o'clock on Monday. And, oh, then, and, quick. and then they check it and check it and check it again. Then they email all the secretaries. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they, you, there's still quite a few unsettled um, ties, but you've got Selby Town or Bridlington going to Stockton. 
Vauxhall Motors against Newcastle Benfield. So that'll be interesting to see how that turns now, out. Now, Vauxhall Motors is a big club for Step 5 because they've been higher. They are. They're, they're currently Step 6. They're in the... They? Uh, yeah, I, this they is one of the things I did last night to have a look. Cause they've when you come said, down a long way. Well, yes, they um, they had some hardship. They, they were very lucky not to go out of business, was it two seasons ago? Crike. But yeah, I mean, they used to be sort of Step 3 and whatever, and they were always known in the FA Cup, weren't yeah, they, of thereabouts? Yeah. So, not an easy one for my favourites? Nope. Okay. Uh, Lower Brick and Hebden, Withenshaw, Consett, Congleton, Longridge... West Auckland Town at Yorkshire Amateur, so that uh, mm. could be quite uh, that, that, tasty. That's tasty, yeah. Uh, Coventry United have got Grimsby Borough. Uh, Leicester, Nirvana or Westfields against Lutterworth Town. Um, we now know that Worcester will play Shepshed Dynamo, who were running away with the United Counties now, League. That, that's one to keep an eye on, isn't it, Shepshed? Yeah, because they're top of five, but they... Yes. Because there used to be two big seats teams in Shepshed at one time, yeah. Charterhouse and Dynamo, yes. and uh, Dynamo, I think, have taken the other side over pretty much. I, I think they need... You need to keep an eye on Shepshed. Yep. Then we have Hina, um, a, 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 a entertaining sporting council, so that's step five away at step six. Just on a tangent there, Shepshed Charterhouse was where Martin O'Neill cut his managerial teeth, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah. It was Charterhouse, I think, rather than Dynamo. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Because he did turn out for them as player manager for a while, um, yeah. In those days, hmm. Lie Town against Walsall Wood, so that will cut that uh, middle That's football league, league isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Malvern or Loughborough University against Atherston. Obviously, AFC Mansfield against Newark Flosov, so That's an all five. We've already said South Normanton or Rothwell uh, Corinthians will play Clay Cross. Newport Pagnell will play Kirkby and Pakefield. <laughs> 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 who I suppose in the tradition yeah. of that thing I now need to follow them <laughs> yeah. I thought that was very well read through Gritted yeah. Teeth didn't you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> White Ensign will play Wellingborough uh, Woodbridge Stanway Stowmarket Stansted Clacton Ironsbury Bearstead or Chatham against Welling or Bedfont and then we go into I can go through some of the southern and uh, western teams if you wish well, we know where Falmouth are going <laughs> Yeah, they're, that's, they're going to Christchurch or Wessex League. Tavistock, who beat Exit, uh, Exmouth last night, go to Buckland Athletics. So that's Western uh, Premier League against Premier League. Roman Glass St George go to Warminster. Uh, sorry, Entertain Warminster. Uh, so that's actually Western Premier League as well against Western League Division One. Um, Roman Glass St George. Yes, who played Ma- who beat Malmesbury Victoria in the last round? So right, I'm gonna stop you there because yeah. uh, give us an R. Charles are in that. Just to sort of let you know that one, two, three, Norwich United are fifth in the in the Fairlow non-Eastern <laughs> Counties um, Premier League, while while Kirkley and Pakefield are, are down in twelfth place. There's nothing like milking this, is there? So it was a, <laughs> a good win for Kirk, Kirkley and um, and Pakefield. Um, <laughs> we're going to go from one extreme to the other because it's FA Cup Saturday, isn't it? It certainly is coming up. And now I've got yeah. I've got notes on a couple of. FA Cup size to tell you about. Tony's busy telling us he used to report on Fackley, Geisley and Emily. It sounds like a group of solicitors, sort of wills and wedding vows at request. Or something you can get tablets for. Yes, somebody ought to get tablets for Tony. <laughs> the FA Cup first round is fast approaching with a number of non-league teams um, still targeting an upset of the 78 teams taking part this weekend. 31 of them are from outside the English Football League with one of them from the 8th tier of English football and football expert. What is the 8th tier? The eighth tier. 
of of the football that's going to be step four then, isn't step it? Step four, is step it? Step four, yes. Well, the step four side that's left is Chichester City. They're the lowest ranked, as we just said. Well, they've got a buy. Uh, and yeah. they've got a buy. They got the buy, didn't they? Yeah. I've, there I've, was I've, a suggestion that their ball was picked and dropped back in, wasn't it? As, it? as the young lady started to pick it up and dropped it and picked something else, but I don't know. Yeah, perhaps it weighed twice as much as all the others <laughs> did. Could, could have been, yeah, I don't know. But they, they've what have said suggesting? They have said they'll give their some of their gate money, didn't they? Their their win money to Berry. But did you see that uh, when they were shown celebrating, um, basically uh, the people said it was it was an offence to Bury Football Club? No, not at all. Of course, it's not. No, no, but I don't think I don't think Berry would have seen it as an affront either. How how are they supposed to react? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, Boston United are still in the competition. and apparently there was a groan from that part of Lincolnshire when the first round draw was made for the fourth successive time this season. The Pilgrims have been drawn away in the FA Cup, having already clocked up um, round trips of about um, 500 miles. They face another 300-mile round trip to South London to play... Carsholton Athletic. There you go. You're in your neck of the woods now. No, well, you seem to think that Bastia Cockney is it's Hampshire. It's it's south of, south, south yeah, well, of Watford. Well, it is, yeah. South of Peterborough, you told me, was a cockney. If you could... South of Peterborough, you go, then. So, Nothing about Bow Bells or Pearly let's, Kings. Let's just put the border on this. Draw a line across from Peterborough and down from sort of Northampton-ish until you hit the English Channel. There's your cockneys. <laughs> to, the, to the west or the east of that line? East. East. In that case, then, Bashley are not. They're west. They're, so they're country bumpkins, are they? Yeah, side they're, country, they're, Hampton, they're posh. <laughs> they're posh, Yeah. <laughs> Which is why we employed a posh football expert. <laughs> and not a geography teacher. Um, <laughs> should, um, should Boston win at Carshalton? You, on paper they ought to, but uh, you can never um, you can never discount any of those sides that play in, along the south of London. I mean, remember the, in the old days, Leatherhead, they used oh, to yeah. uh, trounce people on a fairly regular basis. I would think Boston ought, ought, ought to, particularly if they bring them back to uh, York... York Street, was it York Street, York Road for a replay? Because that's a big ground at Boston. What, what, what was the name of the Leatherhead Lip? I know who you mean. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. his name. Ah, oh. interesting. Well, Flow Serve have earned themselves three thousand pound in the in the FA Vars. Boston United have played away at Stamford, away at Sutton Coalfield, away at Hendersford Town, and so far their run has made them thirty six thousand seven hundred and fifty pounds. Stop mentioning Boston United. We'll get a phone call during a live radio show. <laughs> um, uh, quick stat then for either of you: Boston United are appearing in the first round of the FA Cup from the first ra- for the first time since two thousand and six, two thousand and seven, when they lost four nil at Boston, Bournemouth, Bournemouth, blimey. I want to go to that one. Ross 4-0 <laughs> at Bournemouth, which, if nothing else, proves how far Bournemouth's come. Absolutely. The other non-league side from the area that, of course, in, are in the FA Cup is round is Notts County. Notts oh, County, dear. yes. It's just so sad he's saying that. <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 don't, don't, don't laugh. Don't laugh. And they're away at Ebbsfleet United, so they'll enjoy that. Will they? Well, no, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, going to Meadow Lane is one of the better games for most of the clubs that non-league clubs but Ebbsfleet's it's alright it's tidy enough but it's not it's not salubrious <laughs> why why is Meadow Lane <laughs> yeah well, it's, yeah, it's it a nice ground yeah no Meadow Lane's a good ground okay right. yeah. anyway while you're spouting FA Cup facts which side has scored more FA Cup goals than any other and they're not they're not in the cup now they've uh, they're struggling at step step two 
step three actually they're in at the moment it's not Norwich United is it no they're not <laughs> no 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 <laughs> No. Frawls. No. Go on, go on then. Kettering Town. Kettering have Town. Have scored really? more goals in the FA Cup than any other club. Yeah. Well, of course you've got the. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You immediately think of the big boys, don't you? But yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, they played Leeds a few years ago. Did they? Yeah, they. You yeah. wouldn't know. Yeah. Oh. Who was the other non-league team that played Leeds? I know Sutton United. Oh yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's got him with his bottom bit on the floor. You Colchester in the cup as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Just make sure you don't get a splinter in that bottom lip. Um, (laughs) Notts County have been knocked out of the first round of the FA Cup for four out of the past six campaigns. Um, They should win it absolutely, shouldn't they? You would hope so. They were pick me one, one more, not one more to look out for, and then we've got to do what's happening this weekend, which is going to be nothing because it's what uh, non-league game, no FA Cup game, FA Cup game. The one, that, the one that you would have, you, the one that you would want to go to. I'd be quite keen to see Ipswich Town against Lincoln City, although it's two league sides because of um, the, a couple of years ago there were Lincoln beat Ipswich. They did, the didn't cup, they? Yeah. In the re, that was Lincoln's run to the yeah. Sixth when round, when Lincoln it? were non-league and yes. Ipswich Town were second tier championship, yes. they're yes. now in the same division. <laughs> So how one's risen and how one's fallen? Oh, one has. That's yeah, the, that's the um, that, that's the Bashley bit coming out there. Today. It is. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, now it's um, one's turn to tell us um, who one has chosen to um, uh-huh. check one's football this weekend, as long as one doesn't get rained off. Okay. Well, the first thing is uh, flow serve a go away to Walsall Wood. So that's first against fifth. There's two points difference between the two. It's got to be the match of the weekend, hasn't it? I think so. It's got to um, be. The BBG Stadium is at Oak Park. It's next door to the, the Oak Park Leisure Centre. I can't tell you what it is to get in because the website's not the best there. From that picture you put on Facebook, that doesn't look as though it will be able to hold a lot of water, does it, that picture? No. Now, a bit of a useless fact for you here. They were found in, founded in 1915 as Walsall Wob Wood Ebenezer Primitive Methodists. <laughs> Magic. Them, but they made it to the FA Vars sixth round in 2012-2013. That's going to be a joy when they come to Lowfields, <laughs> isn't it? Good Catholic boy there against yeah, the Methodists. absolutely. <laughs> uh, Newark Town go to the league's new boys, uh, Kroll Town Colts, which is uh, Scunthorpe direction. That's first against 11th. It That's a 2pm kickoff. Happen, is it? Sorry? It ain't going to happen. I, I can't see so. I mean, I've dry- it's taken me nearly three hours to get back from Chesterfield today. There's water everywhere. Yeah, it's not going to happen. No. My father-in-law was a Methodist, but um, judging by our nights out, I can only assume he was lapsed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> In theory, Collingham go to Asken, which is 7th against 13th, but again, I, I suspect this isn't going to happen. Harrowby are at home to Northampton, Solby Rangers, 6th against 19th. Grantham, FA Trophy, they're away at Hales Owen, the Elts, um, who beat Stamford last night. Southwell City, in theory, on Friday night are at home to Bilbra Town, but don't hold your breath on that one either. Mm. Um, as Lockton have a home game at 2 o'clock kickoff against Eastwood CFC Development. Curtain Brickworks, in theory, are entertaining Beeston at 2pm. However, if you saw the tweet that Curtain put out today, yeah, it, it looks more like a duck pond than a pitch. Highcombe Town um, are away at Louth Town. That's second against ninth. Lincoln Moreland Railway, in theory, will be playing the Limestone Rangers. <laughs> the Limestone Cowboys. Bingham Town, they're away at Woolerton, one. so ninth against first. That could be an interesting game if it goes ahead. Lincoln United entertain Ilkeston Town. Sleaford are away at Wellingborough at the Dog and Duck Ground. That's that's not a bad one. Lincoln no. United against Ilkeston, that's a cracker. Yeah. Um, 
so uh, that's that's 11th against third uh cleethorpe's town are away at frickley athletic so there's one of your yorkshire teams for 13th against second and Bourne, who aren't having much of fun at the moment, um, are at home to Bugbrook St. Michael. That's because they don't do the basics. That's right. I mean, um, I don't feel too guilty about I don't like to kick a team when they're down, but Simon said all along since he's been there, they need to learn the basics. And I think that earns you Wally of the Week. Or do the basics <laughs> and don't pick Norwich United. Trying his best to get out of this one. <laughs> In the rest of the world of local sport, um, no, Rugby Club are at home to Long Eaton with a 2.15 kick-off. The game is on. It's going to get played as long as the Trent doesn't decide to get bigger. Have you got a proviso that even if the game doesn't go ahead, your lunch still does? If the game doesn't go ahead, the lunch doesn't go ahead and I'm on the bus to Walsall. Um, <laughs> the hockey men are away to Mansfield at two o'clock <laughs> and in the interest of, of fairness, when Newark play Mansfield, come on, the hockey men. Um, the hockey ladies, they are way to Loughborough students. Third team, that's not going to be easy. It never is against the students. While the hockey's ladies, twos, return to Southwell Brinkliff, and you can't beat, I don't care no. what the sport is, Newark <laughs> against Southwell. Southwell. Um, that should be a cracker. No football for Farnham under-18s or Newark under-18s. It's the North Midlands Cross Country League at Corby, and if nothing else, they're going to have brilliant um, that's going to be box snorkeling isn't exactly. it exactly it's going to be perfect I mean, that's what cross country is all about yeah. um, wheelchair basketball on Saturday the Jags ones travel to the Aces which is Stoke Mandeville yeah I used I've had experience of playing against Stoke Mandeville at basketball and they're, they're a side to be reckoned with they, they are most definitely um, on to Sunday the rugby senior youth are away to Lincoln while the under 16s are at home to Melbourne in the NLD Cup um, in the afternoon, one that is likely to get played is RHP Colts at home to Woodall Spa because that's on the YMCA. The plastic at the YMCA. Um, Newark Town Ladies are away to Grantham Town Ladies. It's a sports hall league at the Oak Hill Sports Centre at Mansfield. In tennis, the women's doubles, Newark A against East Bridgeford at 10 o'clock and the men against Grantham at 1 o'clock. And wheelchair basketball, Jags 2, travel away to the Mavericks. And that's Manchester. It ain't bad, you know, if you're running the Jags. On Saturday, you're going to Stoke Mandeville, and on Sunday, you're going to Manchester. I got the credit I have for that that club. Isn't one of the teams they play in, is it Glasgow or Edinburgh as well? Um, they're at the National League. They got, they got themselves, unfortunately, they got relegated. But um, they... Um, I've always had a double header in, in Glasgow and Lothian. Play one on Saturday, one yes. on Sunday. And um, they also go and play the Belfast Giants. Wow. You know, and mm. as I said it before, don't whinge no. if you can't get a football team to travel 20 mile up the road to play Asken no. or whoever. My thoughts whenever I've you seen know. these guys play is they call it a disability sport, but there's, they don't <laughs> let it get in the way. They're more, they're, oh. they're more active than the able-bodied guys out there. <laughs> right, coming up, that's it. Um, as Southall are our stars of the week. <laughs> and not as United. Or not. <laughs> Dean Anderson's here next with the TNT Soul Show. Andrew Channing is on DAB to see you through the night. Assuming they're not fucking the heads off. Bye bye.